Hey, let me ask you a question. If you do streaming video, what's more important, the video or the audio? Well, both are important, but if your audio is poor, people usually won't stick around to watch your video. Today, we talk with an audio mixing expert on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. We will introduce our guest in just a moment or so. This is episode number 381. And Steve Lacey is with us today. As usual, Steve, how are you? I'm doing great. All right, good. Anything happening in the Steve Lacey world that we should know about? No. 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 I'm, uh, I'm jumping into dabbling with AI stuff. So AI may, stuff. May see some AI stuff folded into streamingchurch.tv here. Eventually. Yeah. AI stuff. Pretty exciting. Very interesting. We did a webinar. Uh, actually, earlier this month on Chat GPT and AI with Kenny Jong. And, and by the way, since before we start here, a couple of things to let you know about here, just to take care of some business. Uh, we, we're doing webinars every month now, and we have a webinar coming up May 16th, and it is going to be on um, uh, why you should consider a live software based encoder like vMix. Uh, and we're going to have a guest from vMix on here. His name uh, is is uh, Heath Barker. And so this will be, uh, we're going to do this webinar uh, May 16th. It's actually in the afternoon because Heath is down in Australia. And uh, uh, it's not a vMix sales webinar. It's just a webinar to inform you about live encoders and software encoders more specifically. Although we do have uh, Heath from vMix on there. So he will uh, share some expertise with us and he'll share with us some of the vMix's features. So uh, where do people sign up for that webinar, Steve Lacey? They go to webinar.streamingchurch.tv. Webinar.streamingchurch.tv. And uh, you can see other webinars as well. Uh, and uh, should we confuse people with that uh, other domain? <laughs> <laughs> After the webinar, go to streamingchurch.tv slash webinar. There you go. Watch recordings. Of We've webinars. got other webinars, including that one that was chat GPT. So uh, yes. the AI one. So you alluded to that. So yeah, it's pretty exciting stuff. Okay. So uh, let's jump into our, our subject today. We're going to talk about uh, mixing audio for live streaming. We've talked about some of this in the past, but we have an expert with us today, and his name is Clayton Gregory. Uh, Clayton hails two first from, names or two last names. Yeah, there you go. You and you're from uh, Birmingham. You you you're in Birmingham, Alabama, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. Uh, you've been working with churches for years when it comes to mixing audio. You have a degree. Mm -hmm. Have a degree somewhere, right? From uh, in, in studio yep. production and all that stuff, audio yes, engineering. And you know, a uh, little side note here: nobody will get this. Nobody will understand what I'm about to say here. But every time I see your name, Clayton, I want to I want to call you Clayton Moore. Uh, does anybody know who Clayton? I don't know Moore? that name. Does anybody know who Clayton Moore is? Clayton Moore was the was the Lone Ranger back in the uh, late '50s and oh. the early 1960s. Oh yeah, yeah. Clayton Moore. I know but the anyhow, show. My my dad yeah. watched the show, but I yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Well, I I just yeah. know. Lone Ranger, Lone Ranger. and yeah. Tonto. Yeah. Exactly. I know those names. 
Yeah. So again, I'm showing my age, but Clayton Gregory is your name. So Clayton, how are you today? Man, I'm good, man. I, uh, yeah, I've just been, um, wrapped up, uh, three or four mixes today and, uh, sent that for, you know, approval. Typically what, what, uh, what I tell people, what I do is pretty much the same as if I were to produce mix and master a live album for, uh, this isn't under the purview of how I'm doing, but it just, it just kind of took off. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I just, um, sent some mixes to some people to approve before we install uh the settings on their computer so yeah that's pretty much pretty much every day for me the uh, weather is kind of somewhat nice today you know yeah, yeah. just a just a wednesday trying to push through you know what i mean all right all right, all right. so so we were talking before we started recording and you were talking about mixing live streaming do you um, do you have the ability to mix live streaming as it streamed live or is it all post post mix? The ability. Uh, yes. Yes. Well, so the answer to your question is yes. If I'm, if there, there are a couple of interpretations to your question, yeah. uh, a, a literal interpretation to your question would be, are my hands and ears and am I engaged in re like literal real time? during a church service mixing and the answer to that question is typically no but what it is uh what it is that i do it's actually kind of both post and live uh we use a DAW like studio one that oh, we're right. going to interface with uh you know a digital mixer like an x32 or so, uh, sq you know whichever just so has multi-channel use i'm sorry go ahead I was, you, you threw a term out there that my son has used yeah. that probably most uh -huh. people don't understand, a DAW. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's digital a audio, digital audio workstation. That's just typically, I, I, I like to avoid that tech ease term. I usually would just say recording and mixing software uh, so that, yeah. So it's, and what I tell people who have no idea what that is, is that, Really, it's just, it's a digital mixer, but inside a computer. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, compu it's computerized software version of everything and more that's happening on uh, your X32 or, you know, your digital live hardware mixer uh, with many, many other great things that a DAW might do that we really don't utilize uh, for what I do. But yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just computerized mixing. Okay. So back on the, the question of you said kind of yes and no, or what was the answer to mm -hmm. if, can, if uh, I'm streaming live and my church is streaming live right now, way just, just as a elementary thing, we yeah. have house mix. Sure. So they have a guy yeah. that's got a board that's mm -hmm. adjusting bass and all the, all the things for the house. Mm -hmm. And then we have a board for the live stream and it's a mm -hmm. separate board, separate guy, separate, Kind of set up separate set mm -hmm. of conditions mm -hmm. so um this is what your church does steve yeah this is not, not every not, church does not this every right? church does yeah. this probably yeah 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 probably it's probably we're probably in the minority i don't know uh, depending on the staff and size oh. of your church i guess but uh so you're saying that um that's the part i was trying to figure out is mm -hmm. would you be able to help someone mix live if they're streaming live oh yeah yeah absolutely uh so really what 
what we would do in really most places that are really trying to be um, at the tip of the spear with this. Uh, the first time I heard about it, uh, this may be a little bit more than what you're asking, but uh, Bethel Church in Redding, California. I heard one time that I uh, I heard through the grapevine that they actually mix live in real time through Pro Tools. Uh, if you know, Pro Tools is another digital audio workstation. And I was like, huh, that's cool. I know how both work. Let me try that. You know what I'm saying? And I tried it. And really what, what people don't realize is that you can pass signal through a DAW in real time, just like you can a mixer. It's just in a computer. You know what I'm saying? So, and that, that is infinitely cheaper and infinitely better and gets infinitely better results than that second mixer for a variety of reasons, uh, which I can go into as many as you might would like. But yeah, that's kind of the idea. Plenty so, of churches. I'm sorry, go ahead. I know. I was just, I was yeah. just I'm in, you got yeah. me, you piqued my interest quite a bit because yeah. I'm like, how does that physically, technically work so that I can see they, they would be able to send mm. you a stream you know, mm -hmm. and you're in Alabama and uh, you've got your Pro Tools open and you're receiving the stream mm -hmm. and then you're mixing in Pro Tools and then there's a an output that's there, going that needs to go back to them, right? Or does it go? There are guys out there that do that. Um, oh, really? I don't know their names, but I've heard about it. But no, I'm not. I'm actually, I'm building the DAW setup remotely at their church. So uh -oh. I'm going to do, I'm going to, what I, my line, my sales line is, I'm going to do the same thing as if I were to produce, mix, and master a live album for your church. Only the album is your service each week. And when you like the setting, when you like your master, quote unquote, I put that same DAW setting on your computer. And then that processes your inputs in real time live. And then we just route the output of the DAW where that needs to go. Oh, okay. Pretty much all there is to it. I mean, there's infinitely more to it than that, but that's that's the gist. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Um, so I was, yeah, I was misunderstanding how this is where that mm -hmm. where that audio signal was going. It's never going mm -hmm. really going to Alabama. It's you know, if I'm a church in California, I'm I'm uh, you're that that is a thing that you can do. I don't do that. Yeah, um, I could. See that's it. just because then I'm limited to you know whatever I can do literally right now in this space time continuum with my computer. Whereas right. what I do now, I'm typically we're doing anywhere from five to 10 churches a Sunday. So, you know what I'm saying? Cause we're just recording. We're uploading those files. We're up, we're, we're, we're capturing a service, a multi-channel recording. And then I'm going to load that on my end, mix it, master it, build the session. And then they get that session that goes back on their computer. And then we configure that and show them how essentially to operate that. And then we we offer additional retaining services with maintenance and making mix adjustments as needed. Mm -hmm. And this is primarily, is it limited to the worship set or you mix no. the whole service? No, like I said, this, this is, we're duplicating everything happening inside their hardware digital mixer with a USB cable inside a computer. So all their inputs, all 32, 64, whatever, that's all going to be captured, dialed in the right way, just like you do it on the console. It's just in the computer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So for you to participate um, with the live stream, you know, live is they're going to need uh, a DAW at their facility. We provide, we provide that, but yes, oh, you we do? provide a, a license, a studio one. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a reseller for waves, uh, studio one, most, most any, any software. Oh, okay. I, I can, I have, I have resell licenses for all that stuff. So we okay. just, that, that's all that's just included. All right. Well, which I is see. really all that they need. Yeah. That, that was my next question. Cause you know, I, I sit next to a soundboard, but I've never, uh, operated one um, yeah. At, yeah at church i'm doing more of the video stuff so if i've got a daw do i need a, a soundboard a physical soundboard at all or can i just pipe everything into that computer and and do everything on the computer you don't, that, uh, you don't do? need you don't need a second mixer you sounded like you said your church has oh, a dedicated right. broadcast console you don't need that second one, but you've got to have that head console. You do have to have that. Unless you have some type of modular system that doesn't have a physical console, which we're getting big time in the weeds here. But to, <laughs> yes, to answer your question, you've got to have a console. Oh, okay. The one, the one digital console, like I said, X32, M32. Most any current digital mixer does multi-channel audio USB interface. That's it. That and we do what we do. Um, yeah. Well, let me jump in here and ask just a couple yeah. uh, simple questions here. What would you say are the top two or three mistakes that uh, people mm -hmm. make when it comes to mixing audio for live streaming? I only get three. You can, you can give me five if we go. Well, we've only okay. got so much time here. <laughs> go ahead yeah, and yeah, keep yeah, going. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to start with probably the biggest one that I encounter, and that is there's this malicious straight from Satan lie that has, is really still very alive and well in the production world. And that is stereo doesn't matter that you don't have to be in stereo. You can run in mono. The one tiny, tiny, slight, slightly valid, yet very disprovable point that is probably why it stayed alive is if you think about like a PA, like a live PA, and you think, wow, that left side is way over there. And then that right side is like way over there. You know what I'm saying? Experiencing a stereo image, it's, it's, it's less noticeable. And some could erroneous, one person could erroneously think, well, I don't want the people on the left side of the sanctuary to only hear something that I pan left or the right side, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? That problem creates a huge problem for your broadcast because space and the sense of space and the sense of, you know, I've got ooh, over here, over here, and not just this. You know what I'm saying? That's everything everything in your broadcast mix so it's not uncommon that i get mono keyboard which is just again right here so a person sounds like they're playing like this rather than you hear the left hand and you hear the right hand you know and a keyboard that's the biggest instrument in a worship mix is the keyboard so i get i get that uh i get you know 
maybe only one overhead mic. So it's kind of like it creating space to fill out the full spectrum. It's it, it's it's essential uh, to really get any type of good. It's not just a, a live stream mix. It's really any mix. You know what I'm saying? And I think the breakdown is that if somebody heard a mono mix on the radio, that would stand out. But when people are listening to themselves, there's like this blind that it's like this blind spot to really evaluating what that truly is. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Which is, is just a part of creating art. But um, yeah, that's kind of a big deal is people not understanding, you know, hey, we probably need to get anything that could be in stereo. We need to get that in stereo. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's okay. that's one. Oh, go ahead. I got a newbie question. Um, yeah. I never really thought about this too much, but my phone and my television, they're all... I mean, the, the phone has what, one tiny little speaker on it, right? But uh, no, it's got multiple speakers no. on it. Okay. Yeah, not, TV... unless, not unless you have a really, really old phone and a really, really old TV. Oh, uh, okay. iPhones now for a good many years, like the left, the left side is on the top and the right side is on the bottom. So if you turn sideways, you hear both. Huh. You definitely okay. hear both. Um, right. And then TV is typically, although it's not, it's still not going to sound great. Um, but it uh most any tv i think that i've had in a while has some degree of of stereo now that obviously like there's not a whole lot of sense of spatial spatiality in something you would watch on tv like a movie or you know or a sitcom or something that's really just a vocal and then uh but but no like it's yeah yeah it's it's there why why'd you ask that exactly? I, I was just because i was I'm, you know, some of our audience is, is watching on TVs and some of our audience mm -hmm. is watching on phones and um, with just, you know, the speakers on them. I obviously when you plug in a headset or something to a phone, then you're mm -hmm. you're getting a different experience. And I was just I was just, as you're talking about mono versus stereo, I'm thinking, mm -hmm. is my Netflix mono or is it stereo? Is yeah. it is it? And that's like, probably going to be the place that that's going to be least noticeable. OK. It's probably going to be least noticeable there. I would notice it. But your average everyday person, they're just going to notice. Well, really, to be honest with you, a place like that is where you're going to notice the most if a mix is bad. You know, that's going to stand out the most on your inferior hi-fi, predominantly mid-range platforms um, that you're really, really going to notice that there. Uh, especially on the phone speaker anywhere anywhere that you're not getting the full range of highs and lows it's even more imperative to have a good sounding mix where kind of the excessive mid-range you know is getting addressed so that it's translating as best as possible to those less than stellar platforms i'll even have some people who will tell me like man mix sounding good on my headphones but it sounded bad on my phone speaker fix that like they literally want me to tune their mix for a phone speaker, which is extreme, but I, you know, I get it. All right. So uh, we're running out of time here and I, it's uh, interesting to listen to two engineers go back and forth here. That's, Steve's actually <laughs> yeah. an engineer. It's not an audio engineer, but he's yeah, an engineer. Sure. Or uh, I'm interested in how things work. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's, no, it's, it's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. But so, yeah. so the first mistake is, 
you really that was just one, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was just one. Yeah. So, so stereo, you should be mixing in stereo, right? Would that be the best way Absolutely. to say that? Okay. So what's the yep. second mistake yep. that people make? Uh, I would probably have to say not knowing how to set gain properly. Whether that be gain is way too low or it's way too high. Uh, normally, uh, the easiest way to go about that is uh, setting gain is actually really easy. Is that you want to get a median level from your singer or guitar player or the drummer, and you, that that you want that you want that level to be healthy green peaking into the yellow sum, which is kind of ish in the middle of the meter. If you do that, you're good. But if it's going into the red and clipping at the red, very bad. Can't fix that in the mix. Can't fix that in the mix at all. Right. Uh, let's see. Do I have a number three? That um, it, honestly, if you get uh, all of anything else that I might would say would be like bad mic technique, which isn't exclusively a live stream audio thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, really, probably. Oh, I have another good one, and that's making sure that you're your bit rate is as high as possible in your video encoder. That would right, be so another let, one. Let, let's talk a little bit about that. Cause, cause we will probably mm -hmm. push you back on that a little bit. So we, we have yep. people, we, you know, we're, we're a company that does streaming video. And so we do have sometimes churches that will really stream video bit rate at a really high. I mean, it's like 320 is the highest. Oh, you're talking audio. You, 320 not, audio. You're so you're saying 320 yeah. is the audio. Okay. I'm talking so, about okay. bit rate. Bit okay. Bit rate of the audio. No, well, that's what okay. I was going to get at. I thought, oh, well, yeah, video, yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah, audio. Yeah, so. yeah, the audio yeah, bit yeah. rate within the video is what you're saying. Because, yeah, we, right. yes. we, we run into Thank a lot of people. clarification. That, yeah. Okay. Right. That makes so, sense. So you don't think uh, 90 is very good or, or 128 is very oh. good for audio? Oh, no. No. 192, that's the bare minimum. Bare minimum. All Facebook's right. going to dumb down whatever you do to that anyway. YouTube is a little higher, but rule of thumb, and I'm sure video is the same way, is that you want to send those platforms the highest that you possibly can. You know what the I'm saying? Audio, the audio. And sound. then okay. after they dump on it, at least it's as good as it can be, which they're going to do. If you, you don't know? have a good mix and you're, I mean, it's, right. it's useless, yeah. right? I mean, it's, you can send totally. a high bit rate, but it's like, it's right, all it's yeah. going to sound is like, oh, it's, this is the garbage. So, right, all right. Yeah. So, so uh, mic technique, which I agree. So I used to do music years ago and, and I agree with mm -hmm. you totally. Mic technique is really, you know, people don't understand microphones and how to, how to, right, yeah. how to, how to sing into them, <laughs> you know, those kind of things. Uh, and then, you know, I, I find a lot of people just don't know their equipment very well. Uh, would, would you have you run into that a lot? I mean, yeah, like, I run compression into that probably, and all that. I run into that probably most every time, which really is kind of what has kind of given birth to my company is that it's a it's a waste of time badgering people about what they don't know because most churches, most churches are probably in the sub 200 attendance area. Oh, yeah. And they can't afford a full-time media person right. to do all of the media, let alone just one. So really, most of the time we're working with a pastor or worship leader or volunteer. And they just, they need help. And then they need to get back to doing whatever it is that is their main job. You know what I'm saying? Which is where um, we're really able to help a lot of people. 
because like I said, it's just, you know, they don't have 10,000 hours in their lifetime to go to vote to mix an audio. They got to yeah. preach. They got a pastor, you know what I'm saying? They got to sing all that stuff. And it's just, there's a lot of, there's a very toxic culture out there towards, and I won't name any names, towards resources and companies, sort of similar to like what I do in the production realm that really drill down on, well, you just got to learn how to do all of this. I'm like, well, that that's just not an option on the table. They may fumble through it the best they can if they spent hours and weeks and months. But at the end of the day, you know, that's just not what they're on this earth to do. You know what I'm saying? And for, you know, a manageable fee, you know, we're able to, you know, steroid shot to the sternum, adrenaline shot, whatever, straight to like a good 80% of the best that they could possibly expect to be. Um, and that's a very life-giving situation for me and my team to be able to do that for people. So. Yeah. You um, you mentioned something else that was a lack of overhead mics and is mm-hmm. as another issue. And mm-hmm. when uh, I think overhead mics, I'm thinking choir mics that... Drum, well, that or that too. I was thinking drum overheads. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, drum okay. overheads. Uh, yeah, I, I'll try to keep that one brief, but really, so if you take the drum kit and you take, typically, if you're micing a drum kit properly, you should have about eight mics, kick, snare, hi-hat, two, three toms, and overheads. The reason that the overheads are important is because you can't hide cymbals. You cannot get rid of them. Every microphone, to some degree or another, is going to pick up cymbals, and if you don't have the cymbals, and overheads are for the whole kit, not just cymbals, but that's what picks up the symbols. So if you don't have the symbols, i.e. overhead microphones in the mix, you're just going to hear the symbols bleeding into the tom mic or the snare mic or the kick mic. And that sounds horrible. So you've got to put, you have to put the symbols in the mix sounding good so that it masks other microphones picking up the bleed of that sounding bad. And you can take that same analogy. We can zoom out and we can apply that to the drums as a whole, because if you don't mic your drums properly, or if you don't mic your drums at all, your online audience only hears what microphones pick up, which means vocal microphones, pastor microphones, whatever. They're going to pick those drums up because they're in the room and they're the loudest thing in the room. You know what I'm saying? So the drums need to be in the mix sounding good. Otherwise you will hear them sounding bad and there's no way around that. Um, yeah. yeah. But if you believe drums are of the devil, I mean, you shouldn't, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm well, yeah, no, 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 no. Like, if you don't have a drum kit and we work with people who don't have drums, you know what I'm saying? Then that's not a problem, obviously. And they're just not there. Hey, I'm you talking think... about. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I was going to ask you, it's just a little bit off track, but, uh, you know, I I used to do music all the time. And uh, a lot of people want to put like uh, shields around the drums on the, on the platform, on the stage. Uh, you know what I mean? Plexiglass or whatever, trying to keep, because, you know, you're up there trying to do music and the drums are overriding you. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? <laughs> it it will knock out a tiny amount of high end, like cymbals and stuff, but not really. Number one, they're hideous. Right. So what yeah. tiny benefit you gain from that is lost. Uh, so the, the, uh, the smart sounding thing to say here is that it, that explains it all. And it's that air equals sound. If air's passing, sound is passing. So that's why you see drums completely enclosed, which 
if you have a loud drums problem, and most churches do because a lot of churches, a lot of church people don't like loudness. And honestly, generally speaking, most people are going to find that this, that how a microphone hears a drum kit is more more pleasing to hear than how your ear hears the drum kit. I mean, your ear is still hearing the microphone. You get know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah, that's what we do. We, we close them up. Uh, unless you're in a rare situation where you've got a big room and you've got somebody who is not heavy handed, sometimes that works. But for the most part, you got to spend that two or $3,000 on, on, on a good drum cage. No okay. way around that. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. That answered my question. Steve, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, it's, it was always an issue. Uh, I used to lead music. It's yeah, always going to be an issue. It's always an issue. Unless you're just in a bar and, everybody's just well in playing rock and roll and that's just the vibe you know yeah unless that's what you're doing you're gonna need a yeah. drum cage yeah yeah all right most churches aren't in the bar but there are some that are no, in the bar. they're not there they're are some. Uh, yeah there are so some of them are out there yeah they are all right okay so uh you've got another minute or two here so um if I'm listening to this podcast and I'm going, oh, we we need help. Our church needs help. How do people get a hold of you? Yeah, I prefer my website. Uh, I have a link. I, I think I, I sent that to you guys. Um, yeah, you but, want me to like read? You want well, just, me to read just that? Tell out us to what, you yeah, just tell us what it is because uh, yeah, we yeah we, sure. So it's so it's ClaytonMixes.com. Okay. And then uh, that's going to take to the, you to the homepage, which there's really next to nothing on. You're going to want to go to the live stream mix solutions tab uh, or ClaytonMixes.com slash live stream dash mix dash solutions, you know, okay. and you can schedule a call there. I, I, I've gotten to the point. Um, I, I, can't, I just can't really just give my phone number out because I would never get off phone. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, I've actually got a salesperson slash assistant that takes sales calls for me. Uh, but all of that, there will be demos of how I do what I do on there. Churches that I've worked with, all of that. It's all, it's all there. Anything so, anybody possibly want to know short of me actually doing the works all on that website. So is the majority of your work, uh, someone sends you a recorded live service and yeah, typically my team captures the recording remoted into the computer because that's that that ask is too high for most people. So we do it all. Oh, the really? only thing okay. they do is the only thing they do is physically plug in the cable and then we log into the computer and do the rest. Oh, OK, what's the what's the turnaround time if I'm if I'm wanting you to do something and, you know, I'm recording my service yeah. on Sunday and I'd like to get it out on Monday. Is that possible? What's the. Uh, yeah, not uh, unforeseeable issues, notwithstanding. Got to gotta throw that in there, as always. Uh, typically, a full project life cycle for us is ideally, if we record by Sunday, I get them something to listen to and approve by Monday or Tuesday. We schedule uh, with uh, a guy that works for me. His name is Max. He sets it up to run live and then ideally uh, two weeks tops, usually. Again, sometimes certain members are not there and they're like, oh, we have to record them too. And then we have to do that again. And, you know, sometimes, you know, think that you guys know things happen sometimes, but for the most part, we typically try to communicate a two Sunday turnaround. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. That That's really fast. So do, do you, are you available to, to do like free consultation? I am, uh, if you guys will forgive me for getting uh, a little over the top, melodramatic I, I 
it depends on your definition of what that word means. Um, <laughs> typically, that word to me is a sales call. This is what we do. Yeah. This is, I can't give anybody any kind of, like, let's say, for example, they're just like, so you help these people. How can you help me? Uh, really, all I really need to know, uh, usually I'll get them to send me a video and I'll spy some stuff out, look for some red flags like, the drums aren't mic'd, you know what I'm saying, which sure. that mix would not be good no matter what. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to look for something like that. Um, other than that, um, I can't give anybody any type of high-quality diagnosis until we've captured the files and I'm looking at them and I'm hearing things like, oh, that kick mic is a little too far away. Oh, that singer probably needs to project better, get closer to the mic. Hey, this guitar gain is too high, too low. You know what I'm saying? We have to do about 70% of the work to even get to that point. So if that's what you call a consultation, I would say then we don't do a free consultation. Um, And we don't honestly, like I kind of stayed away from the word free at all because it just seems to attract. We understand stuff I I don't want to deal with. So we have a, we're like, yeah, I mean, we have a a phone conversation to talk about what we do and answer questions. Yes. We will do that. that. (laughs) I don't really call that a consultation though. That's not really giving value. It's just saying, here's what we do. You know, I get it. yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, good deal. All right, so we're out of time here. So, uh, folks, uh, if you want to get a hold of Clayton, uh, we we uh, it's Clayton ClaytonMixes.com, com. right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. and uh, you can always get a hold of us uh, at streamingchurch.tv and we'll pass on your information to Clayton. Uh, or you just send us an email support at streamingchurch.tv. Hope that uh, uh, if you haven't yet uh, subscribed to our podcast, uh, you can just look for Church Solutions Podcast wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to us. Give us a rating if you like, and we're here to help you any way we can. We do streaming video, but we cover a lot of things involved in ministry stuff uh, uh, as we are doing today. So Clayton, thank you so much for your time. Yes, sir. We really thank appreciate you guys. it. Yeah. Yeah, thank well, you guys. Had a great time. Right. Well, good deal. Good. Good. I'm glad glad we didn't scare you away too much. So <laughs> maybe you'll come back. Very good. Uh, all right, and uh, Steve Lacey, thank you for your uh, input. It's great as to be here. I'm right, learning folks. something every time. It is. It's always a good good learning experience. And most of all, folks, thank you for for listening or watching the Church Solutions podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. Please take care of yourselves and each other. We'll catch you next time on another episode.